Welcome, Rejects. How's everybody doing today? Of course, it's me, Tony the Kid. And thank you for joining us on our season finale of season three. Chilling with the Rejects, of course. Uh, can't do the show without by myself, so I'm going to say what's up to SG3. What's up? What's going on, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3. How y'all doing? Now, I can't say, now I can't do the show without my main man over here, my main guy, Uncle RJ, Uncle Lisp Perino. Uncle Lisp, go on, introduce yourself, brother. Hey, 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 it's Uncle RJ. Do I have to move this one into me? No, you don't. No. <laughs> How's everybody doing? We were doing just fine. And then you asked a question in the middle of the show <laughs> as we're starting. He's like wobbly. We can't, just can't have a great show without you saying something to mess up there. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Duly noted, season finale, you mess it all up. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be a season finale without a mess up. It wouldn't be a season finale without a mess up from Uncle, Uncle RJ or Lisp, whatever he wants to call himself, a.k.a. Uh, you know, speed racer. You know what I think for, for uh, <laughs> I think for season four we should have a poll for our fans that way they can decide on his next on his next nickname. Yeah, that too, <laughs> and count how many mistakes he's made during the show. That'll be if better. you get, you know what. Let's have a prize for somebody. You oh, know? We de- yeah, we, we should do that for next season. I Definitely, like if you if you can name how many prize, if you can name how many, how many times prizes? he messes up, <laughs> yeah, if you can name how many times he messes up, you get a prize. We'll decide on the prize. Maybe it could be a pizza delivered to your house there from you us go. or something like that. Some. Well, starting off the show, we got some cool, cool big topics today. Now, season finale, we're definitely gonna be talking about DC. This is basically an all DC episode today to end the show because we've gotten a lot of crazy news going on with DC. Um, what shows they want to put out, basically the direction they want to go, and we'll go from there. Uh, let's start with Man of Steel review now. Just recently, we had SG3 watch a little bit of highlights of the movie because we couldn't sit down and watch the full movie, but that's fine. But other than that, Marvel fan. <laughs> other than that, what did you think about your Man of Steel highlights? I'll be honest, man. It actually, it actually looked good. Uh, the storyline looked like it was kind of, um, it looked like it was solid. Um, and I'm going to go a little bit um, off topic here, but I feel like the way they were actually going with it, mm-hmm. I feel like you could have brought in Batman. I feel like you could have, like, you could have done something as well with Wonder Woman. Okay. Bringing that out, bringing her in with him and then doing something else with, like, Batman before you do Batman versus Superman. Okay. That's the way I feel. Got you. Um, I, feel like they did a good, I feel like they did a good origin story on him because we've never really had an origin story, origin story on, Batman, on Superman, excuse me. Correct. At least not in the movies. I think the very first I Superman movie. That's fine. It was like, Kind of uh, origin. The only difference is that here you uh, you kind of missed it, but in the um, original origin story, there was not much about Krypton. And here you get like a big explore exploration yeah. of it. Exploration you get a, you get a story big, of it. But you get also like just some dramatic scenes from Krypton. Uh, you know, so, I like you, that. so you get something. It's yes. not just uh, look. Here's Krypton. Hey, okay, now let's go back to Earth. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's one thing about. This Man of Steel movie that I did like, I think that's what caught my attention was the whole Krypton in the beginning of actual telling us sweet, what's I happening. I wish I could live in Krypton. It yeah. looked dope. Yeah. I mean, it, the way they did the scenery reminded me of Star Trek, which J.J. Abrams was involved in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but the but, one who directed this was uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. So, me knowing Zack Snyder, liking his imagery in movies, I've always said he's a fantastic person to do those type of movies when you want a good imagery of a comic book scene or whatnot fantastic by far 
the one thing I want to say is, I think David Boyer, who did, uh, who wrote down Batman Begins mm-hmm. and The Dark Knight, I think he's the one that penned this movie, and that's why, if you look at the dialogue and everything, and the way it was written, it was right. pretty much perfectly written. Yes. Um, imagine what we would have gotten if he would have stayed around for a sequel. Right, and that's another thing I was going to ask. Should there have been a nice proper sequel to The Man of Steel? Well, that's com- the guy who... Compared to anything. An yeah. actual part two of the series. I would say, yeah, but like I said, I get I get the fact that you were trying to do a Marvel deal with Avengers, mm-hmm. but I feel that, this is probably just me, but I feel that, honestly, they should have done, like, Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Batman versus Superman, something with Batman and Wonder Woman, and then done Justice League. Okay. That the, or at least on something with Flash in there, you know, you start bringing in everybody, and it's not just okay. You don't you don't make the audience feel rushed, especially people that don't know Justice League. Right. So that's why like it, it's a different feeling. Right. But I feel that they should have at least done maybe like a Superman two or a Man of Steel two even even before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, co- completely contradicting myself. I understand. My bad. But like maybe even before um Justice League or maybe after Justice League. But this should have not gotten a part two. For at sure. least, at least a part two, a proper one. What I would have done is uh, kind of like what Marvel did, but backwards. Instead of introducing your superheroes, mm-hmm. I would introduce the villains first. Yeah, like kind of like okay, in a Superman movie, you mm-hmm. had uh, yeah, General Zod, right? Right. Well, if you would have had the next movie, could have been uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You could have had Wonder Woman team up. Uh, she could have, you know, it would have been Themyscira. And it could have led to, like, Cheetah. Right. While Cheetah's being out there, you also have hints of Aquaman. Okay. In that movie. Bringing in Black Mamba. Mm-hmm. Or Manta, I think his name is. Black Manta. Black Manta. Manta. And just like that, like, if you introduce the Legion of Doom, you could have built up the Legion of Doom as a priority for Justice League 1. Right. At least. Instead of heading toward their big... Dog known as Darkseid because they were just trying to rush to exactly what Marvel did, which is we want Thanos. Okay, let's give them Darkseid. You know? Right. I would have gone with, you know what? We need to take on these guys because these guys are big bad guys. They right. teamed up, they grouped up. Yep. We gotta beat them. Now, after you do that, little by little, you know, part two could have been Darkseid, or part two could have been Brainiac. See, and I think that's where we kind of. We got to figure out where a good proper timeline. Like the thing with DC is that they have major villains like a, like a big Brainiac, plus plus Darkseid, and regardless at at the end of the day, Darkseid is somewhat lingering in the background, doing some small stuff to kind of mess around with Superman a little bit to test him one way, shape, or form. Yeah. So he's in the background. So I think with Darkseid is it wouldn't shock me enough to have anything to do with him as far as. Those little beasts coming in and out, messing around with some stuff or whatnot, um, but still having other villains to face, so such as the Legion of Doom. Um, so I would have been okay to build up to the Legion of Doom. I think that should have been your step, first step off because you get your superheroes first coming out. Now all of a sudden you want these the villains want to step up and say, "Fine, you guys want to come out? Let's come out ourselves." So there's your there's your at home battle between each other because it's the beginning of each team and it's beginning of the heroes learning how to become heroes together 
against their arch rivals that are teaming up with themselves. So to kind of piggyback off of what you just said, I would have it where it builds up to Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Again, your your Justice League is Dark Side. Right. So whether it's Justice League at first, if you want to call it Justice League at first, which is Batman, Superman, right. Wonder Woman, cool. You add in somebody the next move, the next round, which would have been easily Flash. That would have been okay, just fine. You could even add Aquaman, or even before, not, before you true. do the second one, you add Flash. You add Aquaman because we already had enough of the show with with the Flash. So right. you add him, right? True, and then come in with uh, at the end with with Cyborg. That's true. Yes, and then that's when it's like, all right, cool. Now we're ready for Dark Side because we needed somebody like him to introduce. That's yeah. tr- that's correct. Yes. So like before, before everything, like you, you're building up to it. Yeah, exactly. Fans are not rushed. We understand what's going on. Hey, yeah, we're ten years before, you know, after, you know, Marvel, and you, of course, all the Marvel fans are gonna sit there and say, "Oh, but you guys just had to do it because we did it." Blah 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 blah. Oh, well, no, just let it, just let it be. It's the, finally the DC movies yeah, coming just, out. Just, to just film. let it be. It's no longer just everyone's being the solo universe kind of person. Right. Everyone's actually finally now starting to do what they have to do exactly to get what we want. That's right. Y'all had your moment in the sun. Exactly. We didn't say anything because. Exactly. You guys had your moment. And even at now that... let us enjoy ours. Yes. I totally agree. And not just that, but if you look at it like us, you know, I'm a big Captain America fan. Mm-hmm. Next to Batman, he's like my second favorite hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Captain America came out with the first Avenger, I was there for the first showing. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with uh, when he came out. Like I have the whole Captain America collection at my home, so mm-hmm. I've been to every movie he's been in. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Batman. It's like... You know, you can be a fan of both. There shouldn't be a rivalry between Marvel and DC. It's like, to be honest, with Marvel and DC, Star Wars, Star, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Out. Yeah, you can kind of put that. You in have terms. you have fans like us that are like, dude, I respect both. I'm more I'm more leaning towards DC. I'm more leaning towards Marvel, but I like both. Right. But then you have the super fans. Take it over the top. Yeah. They want each side to be better than the other. Yeah. Like Batman is better than Captain America or Wolverine is better Batman than... Batman is better than all of them. Than Moon Knight or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm more of a DC fan than Marvel fan regardless. But when it comes to what Marvel did in the cinematic universe, obviously that's a, that's that's the blueprint. So let's build off of that. And with each entity they can make their own twists and turns mm-hmm. like at the end of the day one per one company had to start it off with and then yes others have to kind of you know use that success to have their own success in their own universes so it's because it, it that that was a blueprint yeah and it's like it's like when you have even a fighter mm-hmm. even, even if you had what, whatever it was there's a blueprint for everything yep so that blueprint, of course, is going to be handed down. Exactly. Now, my thing is like, all right, I've laid out this blueprint for you to mm-hmm. use. Run with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I I know you're going to use it word for. I know you're going to use it basically almost like timeline for timeline. But at the end of the day, though, like it's yours. Just Ex- run with it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think with DC, it's always been, even with their cartoon universes. We always had a superhero jump in in the in the movie, even if they weren't involved really in the title of the movie or whatnot. But a name or something like was jumped into it, and it was fine. It's a good mixture. Like when they did uh, Death of Superman, the Death of Superman. When pretty much they joined in, they were there at the funeral and all that stuff like that. Like that's okay. We don't need a backstory. 
it was just fine of showing them. I was going to say, the thing that kind of ruined, uh, like SG3 said before, Batman and Superman, um, one thing that ruined Batman versus Superman for me is various uh, objects, but the main thing that ruined it for me is you didn't have Superman well-established for you to kill him also. So. Exactly. And it's like, oh, now we mourn him after we were hating on him for such a while, you know? And even at that, he didn't have a good like span of heroism for them to mourn. Yeah. In my opinion. I think what they should have done is build up Justice League 1, mm-hmm. 2. After he fights Darkseid, Part 3 should have been Justice League Doomsday. It, it, whatever would have worked. Oh, yeah. I think it's just a matter of build up. I think with the whole the whole idea is a matter of a build up to his death. Or, or let's put it, if you want to, you could, sorry to cut you yeah. off, but let's put it, if you really want to, you could even gone kind of like quote-unquote extreme, and you could have done what Marvel never did. You could do Dark Side and Doomsday together. Well, you you find, you'll find a way. Created Doomsday, I'm not too sure. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure about that, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, at the end of the day, though, imagine that. Like, how many DC fans will not have had every single mind explosion you can think of seeing, not just Doomsday, but you're getting Doomsday. And Dark Side in the same movie, right? That's rock and roll, dude. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think that would have been a nice little twist to it, where it came out. Oops, sorry, that would have came out to where you know you do see Dark Side seeing seeing man seeing basically Superman and his battles between the Justice, the Legion of Doom, or his other arch rivals, and saying, you know what, I want to test him out even more. I'm going to send send one of my creations out there and. All of a sudden, it turned out to be a doomsday. Or, or yeah. just even like this, just even uh, doomsday's out there. He loses to Superman, or he loses to Justice League, mm-hmm. and you see Darkseid like kind of pick him up from the gravel because he doesn't, he doesn't get defeated. He just picks him up and says, "Dust yourself off. This is just round one. We're coming back for round two. We're winning this one." Okay, um, that's now, you see, too. It's it yeah. now kind of like gets added like more, and again, like I said, imagine how many DC fans were like, "Oh my goodness!" Like we just saw this. Yeah. Like, and then, of course, then now that you have, like, the Super Bowl, where it's like, dude, you guys only had always one bad guy in your movies. We now have the two top guys in ours. <clears throat> right. Okay. Exactly. So. Okay. Huh. No, yeah, but, I mean, that would have been fine. That That's just something that could have been done with Man of Steel, yeah. you know? At least for at least to say, regardless, Man of Steel needed a sequel. It would have been better off properly done a nice sequel. Now, yeah. with that being said, could the tone have been different? Could I'm we get a dark side, a darkness of it? Should that be changed a little bit, or should it be more an upbeat and going in part two? I think part two should have changed. I think uh, part one was a little dark because it's Superman, uh, like you saw in the beginning, uh, which I don't think you saw much of it, but as in his childhood, it's kind of like a little bit bullied because of the thing that was happening to him where, you know, the voices were all over his ears and he could hear people all over, you know? Yeah. And, uh, as he's growing up, he's always tried to exile himself from everybody. He said nobody knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Now he just kind of kills Zod off. Mm-hmm. I believe part two would have brought in Lex Luthor, which I would have done. Yeah, but I would have also brought in uh, an army of Metello. Yeah, and Metello could have been like your main yeah. villain in part two. I think Metello could have been more creative by Lex Luthor. Yeah, I would see. I would have stuck with Lex Luthor building a Metello. As his little henchman, his machinery, and obviously getting the crypto, k- kryptonite and then using that to create Mattello. So 
I think those that collaboration would have been a nice little pair off. Bringing in Batman to have like, to help him out. Exactly, exactly. They broke the satellite. It would have not ended up being Batman or Superman. It would have been Batman trying to figure out what just happened in mm-hmm. Metropolis. Exactly, and I yeah. think that makes sure too as well. You would have gone a nice, better version of a Batman and saying, "Now you're using your smarts. Now you're one step ahead of what you need to be." Yeah. So that would have been nice. And uh, the tone, of course, Superman would have been like your favorite, uh, what they call Boy Scout type of Superman, you know? Kind of, see, for me, it would be a nice little, for part two, if I can compare it to a movie, um, I wouldn't say, for say, of uh, an Ant-Man, per se, tone-wise, I think I would go with, like, Winter Soldier no, type of tone. Type like, tone? serious, of course, but... The coloration is not as gloom, not as dark. You know, you still have proper dialogue going across to figuring out what's going on in the movie. Then you would have your little one, you know, your little one-ups and stuff like that. But that just been in the mixture. You get to understand uh, Clark Kent's side of character and having the goofiness in there and his clumsiness. So you have to have that line up the movie a little bit. Um, and then when it comes to the fighting... It's a serious type of fighting. So, yeah. that would be a nice little mixture in part two. Here's what I feel, though. I feel that when you come down to DC, and you come down to Marvel, if you look at their core, DC is more dark. Definitely. So Definitely. I feel, I feel like for them, even trying to lighten it up, like, it's like you go from from from, from dark mm-hmm. to, if we were going color-wise, you go from black to navy blue. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> true. That's true. your way to lighten up. It's just yes. like, cool, we're going to go from dark yes. to black to navy blue. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's not a big, big jump to like, let's go, let's go from, let's go, let's say from, uh, let's go a horror movie one. Let's go purge to friggin' jumping into 40 year old virgin. Like, that's a big leap yeah, of a coloration. So you got to go little and kind of step it up just a little bit, which, SG3 has a good point. Go from black to navy blue. You still have the darkness in there. You still have now you're bringing in a little bit of lightness to the movie to kind of mellow the tone. Supposed to be which yes. is the beginning of hope. Exactly the beginning. There you yes. go. I don't like that. And you get to see what I would like for them to have involved is more of like Clark, like not Clark Kent, uh, Superman. Get a better fighting style. At least learn how to fight more, because you get the whole in the first movie. Where I think you understand he doesn't know how to fight. He's getting tossed around. There's a lot of smashing and thrashing all over the city and stuff. And now, all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? I need to learn how to fight. Because I got strength. But I need to learn how to use it, just in case. So, I think in this time around, would have been nice to have him. Would have been perfect to meet a Wonder Woman. And saying, can I fight on your fight on your island with the, your other girls? And get I, beat I need to be responsible. So... You know, stuff like that. Like, have him no, train. No. It would have been a nice little... Properly. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be a nice little setup. Like, you don't ever get to see Superman train for any how he fights. All of a sudden, he's a fighter. Yeah, he, all this time, I think, uh, like, when he was in high school, uh, but right in Smallville, I'm not too sure, but I think in Smallville, he was in the... In the uh, not football team, but he was in the wrestling team. Okay. And he actually took it easy, but he did it so he could learn how to fight. Yeah. So I think if they brought they would have brought that up here, it would have made more sense, you know. Part Definitely. Was yes. Part of the football um, right. 
wrestling team, but that's how he knows how to scrapple a little bit. At least a little bit. Like, get it, like grappling yeah. moves, tossing, yeah. turning, and but stuff like that. he needed more of an insurance of how to move around against an army mm-hmm. like he just had. Mm-hmm. I think what they could have done is Wonder Woman could have shown up and said, look, or Bruce Wayne could have told him, hey, you know what? I know you need help. I studied an island. I know about a place. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take you there. And imagine what happens when Bruce takes Superman to an island where men are not allowed to show up. Yeah. And it'll be a nice introduction there. And yeah. right off the bat, they fight. So, and yes. Right there, you also just have Bruce showing off his billions of pounds, billions of dollars. And he comes up with this. All right, cool. They've got this guy who's like a level one who's going to show you how to grapple. Yeah. And this guy, <laughs> level 145, who's going to show you how to just toss you around. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like you're basically a little piece of light. All right, right. cool. Yes, definitely. And you just got to let it happen, Clark. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that they could have done is, um, I don't know if SG3 saw it, but of course in the movie they destroyed the only thing that Superman had connection to uh, Krypton with, and it's, that little key that also allowed him to talk to his dad throughout the that, whole time. I think that would be that was too early to destroy, in my yeah. opinion. I think they should have kept that for sure to involve, you know, Jor-El Russell Moore. Russell Crowe, who was perfect as freaking Jorel. Yeah, Jorel. So he to have him come again in part two to still kind of mentor Clark Kent a little yeah, bit and talk about could have mentioned to like Bruce could have ended up in there with them and. That's where Thermoscatter could have been, you know, could have appeared. Like, he could have told him, you know, here's a warrior, a gladiator place where you could go and train. Mm-hmm. And he could have told him how to get there and everything. See, I would have liked it been, let's say, the end credits or whatnot. You get to see Batman and be like, look, I saw your first fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not impressed. You need some work. And then Man of Steel Part 1? Yes. We need to polish you up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need to polish you up a little bit. You, you I got, know a place. You got you the know, muscles, but would it be cool? If it would have happened the way in the cartoon where, like, all of a sudden Superman just sees a little thing blinking on his cape. Uh-huh. And he would have turned around and there's Batman, like, right in front of him. Uh-huh. And he would have just been like, I know you're here to save us, but we need to talk because this is just the beginning of what's to come. Mm-hmm. And I need you to train. Yeah. That would have been more like, and Superman would have been like, okay, I got to train with this guy because this guy put a thing on my cape that yep. I didn't hear. Yeah. And it tracked me all the way to where I'm at in my apartment. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, it, like, even that twist like that uh, could have been done better. Could have been done better. I think Man of Steel, my opinion, the first one was a nice beginning. It was the, a good stepping stone yeah. to a proper beginning. Especially for the fight scenes. I think mm-hmm. Man of Steel had the best fight scenes I've ever seen in any movie so far. When when it first came out, I, that thought that was I was more impressed of seeing that because... I think watching when we saw Matrix when it came out, when all the graphics started coming, um, the CGI, the more, even at that with 300, when I first started 300 and the way they did the graphics and the CGI, I was like, I know for a fact this next, like they have to do with Superman, like it just would implement so much better. I think the minute I thought about Superman was when I saw Spider-Man 1. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw Spider-Man 1, I thought, you know. If they could do this with Spider-Man, you could easily make a Superman movie. Because Spider-Man was actually flying up and uh, fighting um, old dude while he was holding the string, you know, the kids up. Very true. That is true. So, that'd be good. I mean, uh, other than that, uh, recast of characters. Could we have recast anybody in Man of Steel? Did they do right by the characters? From what I saw, yeah. Like, I think Amy Adams, Lois Lane, uh, she was good, but she's a little old by then. 
could have gone for a younger Lois. I would agree with you a little bit on that one. I think yeah. for Lois Lane, could have been just a recast. Not saying that she did a bad job. I think she was wonderful. But I think you hit on a point there, uh, is the age. Like, you can see that her age. and Well, I wouldn't say, like, she's an old lady already. Not, not saying that. But maybe for the movie itself, you could tell that Lois Lane was a little bit elder. Yeah. So I think that's where we kind of have to need, like, I think it would have been better off younger. I think would have been younger nice. Lois. And same thing with uh, Ben Affleck. I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman, but I think... You would have been better off if, you, if you're just starting the Justice League. Mm-hmm. You need a Batman who's just starting himself. Probably like had probably like ten or five years in the business. I think I think with that being relative, I think so. I, I think I think for I think you could have done Ben Affleck, but you could have made Ben Affleck look younger, like they did in No Lie, and the way they did it for Josh Whedon. Yeah, Batman a little bit the way uh, they did his Ben Affleck or his Bruce Wayne like you know during the movie you made him shave and he looked younger shaved and the lightning of him was a little bit more brighter so if you would have done that you could say he looked younger and when it came to the whole fighting prospect of it then if you want to make him look more like experienced you that would have been fine too so I think or angry or angry <laughs> so I think it, it's all relative I think for that for me it would have been relative I Liked Ben Affleck's Batman for this series, so I, I kind of me I would have stuck with it, but changed his appearance, like the shaving, the the five o'clock shadow that made you look older, and, and Batman versus Superman, like you were you look like you're beat up, so you can tell, and I think they made it a, a preference of making him look like that. So I think if they would have done it more better to where uh, more of an upbeat per se. And having that suave of his Bruce Wayne would have been just fine. And another one, uh, probably Zorro's wife. Zorro's wife, I mean. Okay. Because I would have liked if she would have also been in the film more. And if you would have gotten like a really proper actress for that role. Mm -hmm. To walk with Zorro and be like, my son, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. They would have seen Kent at an older age. True, true. That's pretty much it. I can't think of anything, anyone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. No, to be honest, I think the casting characters was just fine. Um, I'm kicking my spoon. Sorry, guys. You hear the little ching ching? Um, I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I, yeah, I would say keep the characters. To be honest, I think Lois Lane, you could, Emmy Adams. Uh, that would have been my only adjustment. Other than that, um, like Zorel, he was a fine, fine being. Zorro? Jo- no, Zorel. Lord Zod. Lord Zod. Oh, Lord, yeah. I'm going to say Lord General Zod. I'm going to say Lord Zod. I'm going to hear like Lord Zed. trying to combine two characters. Yes, exactly. Like freaking Power Rangers guy, and then I'm all hyped up for that one. Um, But yes, General Zod, casting him was fine. I would have not been, I would have done anything different. Um, Superman was poor hair, and Cavill is Superman. Yeah, like Jonathan Kent. Oh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yes, too. that was even good. I would have changed him not dying. Uh, he died in the original. I would have kept him alive in this one. I think I would have kept him alive this first movie. I think him dying would have been uh, a big impact on him, possibly to be better. But I would say that would have been better off in part two. I think I would have saved his death for part two. Yeah. 
Something Luther did to mm-hmm. like anger him. Exactly. Something happened to him or whatnot. Or maybe not even the villain going after them per se. Maybe it was just his health and like, you know, you get to see the sadness for Superman a little yes. bit. Speaking of recasting, okay, if we did have, if we were aiming at an older uh, Lois, mm-hmm. not an older Bruce, for me, for casting, I would have gone with uh, older Lex Luthor, and I would have gone with yes. uh, Denzel Washington. For Lex Luthor? Yeah. As floppy as he is when he came on training day? That's true. The way they did a timeline of it, yeah. Yeah, I could have gone that I could have gone that Imagine route. him. Going toe to toe with uh, Clark Kent, the way he would talk, or when he talks to Bruce Wayne, yeah, Denzel would steal the scene wherever he's at. I think so too. Yeah, he would he would took he would took over the show. I think because he demands demands power. Yeah. So I yeah, that would be that would been good. Uh, Keep going, I guess. Yeah. Other than that, they, they, that would be fine. All right, peeps. So now, besides the Man of Steel, we're gonna go into the next topic. Ben Affleck does sign a new Batman deal with HBO Max. Now, this is not including with the whole Justice League Snyder cut. This is talking about an actual Batman series, possibly. Let's get an actually big picture about that. I'm not too sure how that's going to roll out. But, uh, good news or bad news? I actually like it because we could finally get the... Um, Ben Affleck's Batman reminds me a lot mm-hmm. of like from his Bruce Wayne character. Mm-hmm. It reminds me so much of that animated series Bruce Wayne. So we're finally getting like mm-hmm. a live action animated series Batman on a TV series on HBO Max. That's true. Now, um, I guess a good question would be is could there be return of Deathstroke or Deadshot? I would like Deadshot. I think Deathstroke would be perfect, but Deathstroke is kind of like the main, one of the main villains. Mm-hmm. He would have to be uh, kind of like your season one bad guy, you know, trying to kill Batman. Mm-hmm. He tries to figure out why, boom, Rush I go. Shows up. Okay. What do you think? SC3? You know what, man? I kind of go with him. I think uh, Deathstroke would be just be like a whole season, not mm-hmm. just one episode, two episodes. Like, it's. I think, like, for the bigger people, mm-hmm. it's like Joker. Uh, that stroke. If you want to freeze, mm-hmm. two phase like these, those guys would be like a whole season, right? And I feel like you could actually make it more entertaining if it's just one season of just all these random people, and then mm-hmm. at the end you want to bring them all together. Cool, do little mini episodes here. And yep. There. Okay. Uh, that actually goes on the next topic. Other villains coming to the series of the show. So are we gonna? Do you think we would get multiple villains Neil coming Patrick into the series? Harris, Neil Patrick Harris as a villain. For the HBO Max series. Yeah. I would do Neil. I'm not like I would do Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Listen. listen. Rated still, M. Rated still, M, people. Still, Please. If you heard that, tune that new, off. I'm fast sorry. forward. Skip. We're still trying to get used to the new rating. Sheesh. And this yes. man just goes from one extreme to the next, man. Uncle Liz had way too much uh, tequila listen, in his now, system. Let, I mentioned me, something like that, cup, man. Uh, I don't know if it's now just Pepsi. That is not <laughs> what she said. That is not, I repeat, that is not what she said. It's not what I meant. What I okay. meant is, I would cast Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. He's uh, done the role of the Riddler in the Arkham games. Okay. So he would be perfect. I've seen him, I've seen like fan dressings of him. So I would like to see the Riddler, especially for like Ben Affleck's Batman. Mm-hmm. 
fans uh, like costumes where they cosplay. Yeah, there you go. Where they put but, like, yes. images of them, like Boss Logic has done it. Right, I would uh, actually agree to that with the whole Neil Patrick Harris as the Riddler. I would, I would like to see yeah. that on screen. That'd you guys cool. notice that he sounds like the cartoon uh, Riddler. Yeah, yeah, and I like yeah. that. That's fine. And the fact that, that he almost well. looks like it too. You know, mm-hmm. the blonde hair fits him. The mm-hmm. body type, skinny, skinny. You know, he's very smart. When mm-hmm. you I know, thought Riddler was a redhead. I thought Riddler was a redhead. He could be a redhead. No, I thought he was a redhead. I, I think originally in the oh, cartoon yeah, series, a redhead. redhead. Maybe right about that. That doesn't hurt. I mean, we I could... mean, but just dye the... the guy's head hair red, and there you go. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think he it would fit him still anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I would cast would be. And this is coming from the Marvel fan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. that one. One. <laughs> no, that was good. Touche. I'll give you that one. Touche. All right, so Marvel fan. Um, another one I would think about casting would be Johnny Depp in the role of Clayface. Johnny Depp as Clayface. Hey, that actually would go. That would actually mesh well. Yeah, I would go with that. Because remember in the animated series, there's that point where Bruce Wayne, like Clayface, walks into this room. In the room, you have like all these TV screens pop up, and they show the actor's like face when he was like young and handsome. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, all these different um, characters that the actor played, and I'm like Johnny Depp already would done. be already perfect yeah. like that because he's that type of. It just fits his type of character that he likes to play. And it's also yeah. diverse. Yes, it's big time. So and multiple. Time. Yes, I will go with that. And um, then you have a picture of him as Willy Wonka. <laughs> you have him as Clayface. That'd be kind of ironic and funny at the same time. That's true. That's true. Or even Jack Sparrow. But you would need Disney to prove like anything like that. Mm-hmm. And that would go good. Even at that. In the Batman series, you can even use the Kung Fu guy. Oh, yep. and we were talking about him mm-hmm. from John Wick. Yes. He would actually the be put, from part two. That's right. I think that would even be a nice intro to the series if they actually were to expand on it. If they have no on HBO Max, I think maybe ten episodes is probably what they're looking at. Ten episodes, and it's about an hour each episode, give or take. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, I mean, like the Flash. The Flash always had like a simple, brand new villain each time. Mm-hmm. You could do the same thing here. Introduce yeah. a villain here and there. I would agree. I like that. Um, let's see now. Since it's Ben Affleck's Batman, do we get a proper story of Robin's death? I think if I was them, I would build up. I'll go ahead as she turns around to talk. I was just gonna say which Robin are we talking? We're talking about um, Tim Drake. Okay. Is it Tim Drake? No, Jason Todd. Jason, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. There you go. I was just like, only, right one, only one I know is that that is just Jason Todd. So. Right. Well, at this point, though, the question is, do we even include him with the Robin? That's true. So yeah, for the Robin's death would be Jason Todd's. So we got to figure out: um, Do you think they'll end up going in depth with that his whole story, the backstory? Because what we saw in Batman vs Superman is the whole spiel of Robin's mask and his costume, ha ha ha, all over, and clearly, clearly dead. So the only thing is what's you know, do we get Jared Leto's, you know, backstory as a Joker being the main villain? Trying to figure that out. So to answer your question, no. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe reason why I didn't like Larry, Larry, uh, Jared Leto's. Jared Leto's, the guy with no eyebrows, the wannabe gangster, mm-hmm. the creepy guy, whatever you want to call him. Yep. I like the Joker. 
It was just weird. <laughs> I get it. Like, it was, like, something new. Like, oh, let's make him a mobster. And, like, you know, like, kind of diabolical. Well, no, it's just weird. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's the thing I was going to bring up. My problem with David Ayer as the director of Suicide Squad was, here's his take of what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. When Joker put damage on his forehead and all that stuff, he was trying to tell Batman, look what you did to me. You damaged me. I'm like, Joker never cares about being damaged. Mm-hmm. There's a scene... In a cartoon movie called Batman um, Under the Red Hood. Right. Gives us more Daryl story on it. In that scene, Under the Red Hood, Batman grabs the Joker. And Joker, at that point, he angered him so far that he grabs the Joker. Mm -hmm. He's about to punch him. Joker's like, are you going to finally kill me? Or are you going to put me in a cast for another six months? Yeah, no, no, no. So the, the the quote is, I know, I know what you're talking about. Basically, because it's when after uh, after Jason Todd dies, mm-hmm. and that's when the Red Hood starts coming out. Sorry for everyone who hasn't seen it. Um, but basically, though, like Joker makes a comment because he's like, "Well, you know, this this bird, like he calls still Bird Boy. Right. He's like, this Bird Boy is boring. Well, I mean, he's better off than his replacement. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like does it evilly. So yeah. Batman grabs him by the throat, throws him against the wall, grabs him by the throat. And then that's when Joker kind of looks at him like, so you're finally going to do it. Right. You're finally gonna, just going to snap and finally just kill me. Mm-hmm. Are you going to put me in another one of these for the next six months? Right. And then Batman just drops him. Mm-hmm. There's no emotion to it. No. There's no emotion. Really. Like, there's no care about it whatsoever. Uh, but the- to get to get Suicide Squad's adaption to him and to have a freaking, you know, tattoo of his on his forehead... Uh, the I grills. Feel like they try to make it look like posty. <laughs> yeah, like it. And that's, I think, the problem with David Ayer's direction is he. Uh, David Ayer's direction is that he really didn't know what he was doing with the, the actual Joker as it is. I don't think this guy knows much about the character as a, a whole. You know, he just wants to create his own version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just about to say, I feel like this was just like his own just. Imagination. His own take on it. Mm-hmm. And to us fans, we've been waiting for something near close to Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah. And if we get Jerlo to do something near Mark Hamill's, uh-huh. there's a good chance he'll be successful. Yeah. I think if they would have portrayed his Joker like they did in like the flashbacks of the Suicide Squad, where he was in the tux. And Harley Quinn was in her actual gimmick of where she first appeared on the in the yeah. TV series. Like, if you would have gave us that Joker with that, with everything all gimmick with like that, looks. come on. I think he would have been just and fine. Then if you would have dressed him like the one in the animated series. With mm-hmm. that little nice little hat that he has on. Yep. The little jacket and everything. And made him look gangster-like. Yeah. The mafia guy. Mafia where, he, type. where he first came out of trying to be involved in, basically, a part of the mafia. The hired by is, them. I don't think Joker needs to be the main villain of the thing. Mm-mm. But Joker could appear so many times within Mm-mm. the season. Mm-mm. It'll be crazy when he appears. Exactly. So, okay. That that would have been a difference. Now, going on to backpacking that note right there. Someone the next topic. Should we get HBO Max to play the Suicide Squad's air cut? I don't believe I want to see air, air do anything with Suicide Squad ever again. Okay. No. No, that is a no. Just, just, just no. So far, two. I would have to agree with you guys. I would say three. Because no. It, it was already... 
to me, in my opinion, Suicide Squad wasn't necessarily like a failure. I thought it was still entertaining in some aspect of it. Killer Croc, I, I can watch it again and say, you know what? I can watch that one better than Justice League. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I can watch that better than Justice League, for sure. But, you know, you had your nitpicks. Yeah. It, there's The storyline could have been a different, like... The volvation of uh, was it? What's her name? The the demon lady. Enchantress. Enchantress. Like you know, maybe a better villain per se compared to her. I think, in my opinion. I I hate to be this guy, but anyone notice that the lady that built Suicide Squad looks a little bit like Lori Lightfoot, or is it just me? It kind of way. Yes, <laughs> I'll say so. Sorry, I'm right. sorry. Sorry, Viola, but yes, you know that depiction of you know uh, of your Amanda Waller. Does remind us of Lightfoot. Just saying, you know. Shout out, shout out to Lightfoot. Um, but yes, so it just could have done a little better in the storyline. I think what they would have done best, if they were smart. I mean, this is why I didn't like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that easily doesn't care about Harley Quinn. Right. What he would have wanted was for Batman at some point to appear. Mm-hmm. His whole movie, he would have wanted Batman's attention. What he does. He would have manipulated Enchantress to be his little puppet. Yeah. I, I feel that at this point, though, it, again, with the whole, this is the gangster Joker, I feel that they try to give him feelings and emotions. Yeah. Yep. Something we ne- we hardly ever see. And it didn't feel right. It just doesn't, no. It's because we know, we as fans, we know the fact that the Joker is just... The kind of guy he has his little moments where he, you know, he calls her put and he, you know, he does what he does with with, with Harley. Right. But his main goal is like, if you're gonna have a movie, it's because Joker is gonna get Batman's attention. This whole movie, it was, if Joker was around, it was just to save Harley Quinn. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. not only did you make Harley look bad, but you also made Joker look bad. So you killed two. two you basically did when no other writer has done, and you made two characters look bad in one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to please our own ego. To please the audience. And yeah, and to me, I was like, dude, the way I would have played it out, okay, Suicide Squad takes down Enchantress. Yeah. It would have happened, a little bit of help from Batman, but Batman knows this isn't it. Yeah. I know who I gotta go after. At the end, it would have been Batman chasing Joker down like he normally does in cartoon movies. Mm-hmm. Or even just in regular movies. <laughs> yeah, regular movies. Mm-hmm. Joker's your last guy. Final battle between Joker and Batman, like always. Yeah. Or even just you could do that for another continuation. Batman yeah. versus Suicide Squad. That well, that too. Well, that too. And that's the thing. Like it just that could have been your second Batman. You could have done different. You don't even have a first Batman. Right. I'm, just, I'm just still saying. You could like, have done had, different. Like, let's put it. You would have had Ben Affleck as part one. First right. one is he's now older, but he's like, you know what? I still can't. I still haven't found who's going to replace me. Yeah. Cool. So you go from there. Before you introduce Justice League, this is now Batman is own. Yep. So it's still kind of intertwining the whole DC universe mm-hmm. instead of just, well, Batman has his own. Because this, this is the way that I feel about this DC universe. And honestly, I should have brought this up in the last one, in the last topic. But kind of going back, like I said, I go back and forth all the time. I feel that at this one, at this point, you're trying to intertwine the DC universe while they all still have their own universe. Yeah. That's the one thing where I'm like, you can't do that. Because fans now want movies like Justice League. We got Avengers, but let's do Justice League and let's do justice with it. Haha, <laughs> play on words. Alright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good one. I like that. Thank you. So you gotta do justice in <laughs> <and> Justice League. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we can all agree, Suicide Squad could have just been 
a different storyline and it could have been just as successful. I think casting wise, I believe we can all agree that they did in some way, shape, or form casting on point. They could have been maybe one or two one or two people that they could have recast. You know, I think Jared Leto's Joker. I think just I think maybe if he would have just a revamp of the character itself. Yeah, Not saying a different Jared Leto. Leto. Like, if you think about one thing, Leto's a good actor, though. He's able to bring out a real good Joker depending on the director that... that wants know, that like, certain direction yeah. from him. And I think he was getting to that point psych- psychologically, but I feel like when adding... Whoever did the costume design and said, you know, let's put this on him, I think you just... There was a whole misunderstanding of what, what, we, what we wanted on screen, so... That's where we need to kind of change up a bit. Um, I guess... Another uh, thing I would have done is... You know, with this whole Bat- Ben Affleck getting his own HBO series? Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be cool. That Will Smith gets a little, like, Deadshot thing going on. If he gets signed off for a Deadshot series himself, I would watch it. Like, a Su- Suicide Squad presents Deadshot. Yeah. Yeah, I would I'd watch it. Down to watch, I would definitely watch movie, it. I wouldn't mind a Deadshot movie. And Boomerang shows up. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Amanda Waller like has she's like Definitely. I need you to take care of Yes. This. Yes. Successful. You, you that know, is her and Will Smith had good chemistry. Even though right. she didn't say much going but that chemistry they had was pretty crazy. Or even Inferno. The the guy who played Inferno. Danny Dido? Who? Inferno? No. No? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. He survives. Some way I forgot how he survives, but he survives. Some, something at the end or something like that where he didn't thoroughly die all by himself so oh, okay. he comes back which is I like that part it's be uh, good that okay, he does I was kind of like damn that's like that he died but mm-hmm. okay I guess he's still alive yes I think you would definitely redo obviously we've always said Killer Croc could have been you know CGI a little bit got yeah. a little bigger yeah, just, be, like, you know more bulkied up like he was in the more, co- like, animator scarier. yeah taller taller Bumper. You I know mean, I don't mind the voice. The actor could have cut his voice. Exactly. Off. Voice would have been the same. Talking wise, that would have been fine. But you just, I think you could, you guys could have done CGI in that one. It's the same thing like you guys did with, you know, fan, this imperfect example, Fantastic Four, where they did the thing. Like, you could have done things CGI. You didn't have to give him that type of fake costume. No, no, no. And, and he looked so smaller than what he actually looked. So. I guess you can compare well, that. Here, here's the thing. Supposedly, they said that this is the teenage one. They said this is in him as a man, though. Oh, I've heard. I've heard before that this is him as a as a teenager still. So Who, it's like a, a baby crop, yeah. basically. Oh, oh that have been. Supposedly, nice. supposedly, I think I can't remember if it was like in the movie or someone actually came out with it later on and said, actually, this is not, like because a lot of people started complaining about how we looked and just how right. we acted, mannerisms and stuff. And they were like, he doesn't feel involved. Like he doesn't feel like. A killer, yeah. like right. he just feels like he still is a man that has emotions. And they said, "Well, this is not adult like." So, because crocodiles do take a while and they do age to quite a bit. So, if they had that type of aspect and if they were trying to put that in there, I could see that that makes but sense. You know, but I remember uh, Ben Affleck wanted to do an Arkham type movie. Mm-hmm. So imagine if he did an Arkham type uh, series. Or this, or the series leads to Batman and Arkham. Yeah, like a movie, like you know how mm-hmm. the Flash had, uh, uh, the C- DC Universe um, on the television had that like five episode deal, where it's like one big movie and five episodes. Yeah, I would do that with Ben Affleck. Like, no, we'll go with that. Five movies. Sure. Um. So, 
get that aspect of it. Um, Wait, one more, one more. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. You're fine, you're fine. Charlie's Theron as the Phantasm. If we do the Batman series? Yeah. Charlie's Theron as the Phantasm. The girl from Salt. I would watch that. And the girl, if you guys watch The Old Guard on Netflix, if you haven't watched it, but she's awesome. So yes, definitely would agree with that. I want that. I've been wanting a Phantasm movie, and I think Ben Affleck's like the perfect Batman for it. Yes, yes, I would. Especially because yeah. his Alfred is like good for that type of like sarcasm. Mm-hmm. You know what? You nail on the coffin there with that. So Phantasm deserves to hit the screen. Finally, I think this would be a perfect place to put Phantasm in for us, please, because um, it was successful at first animated movie of DC. And I would say this would carry on with success. Yeah. So, yes, I will go with you. I would agree with you on that one. So, good good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, moving along. Other HBO Max news. Reach agreement with Matt Reeves for the Batman spinoff TV, TV show series called Gotham PD. Now, this Batman Reeves is said to be making this own The Batman Universe. So, now you're making your own Batman Universe out of this. Gotham, B- Gotham PD is said to be a prequel, so even though the Batman movie hasn't came out yet, and the series hasn't even given us a full first season, it's said to be a prequel. So, that's a little weird. Um, is this a good setup or for failure, or do you think this will be successful? I think it's going to fail. It's going to fail. Reason-wise, because we already had a prequel to Batman and that Gotham series series way back on uh, Fox that's right so it's like there's no point for Matt Reeves to do anything uh, based on the prequel I would have been okay if it was like you know um, Gotham PD based off of what Batman's been doing you know correct I feel the same as him I feel it's gonna fail it's gonna fail I just feel that at this point fans are done with prequels Mm Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, you could just get so many people before it's like, okay, so we already know the story. Mm-hmm. What's next? Exactly. We still don't have a Batman Beyond. Do a, do a prequel on Batman Beyond, there for goodness you, sakes. There you go. Do a yes. prequel on Red Hood. Do yes. a prequel on Joker. Yes. Oh, ben Affleck against Red Hood would be crazy. Exactly. Now, I I think this takes all three of us to say it will be a failure. Now, I'm going to give... This is the baddest part about it, but it's yes, it's evolving Batman. But yes, it's a, it's gonna fail. Right now, DC is doing another push above everything, anything and everything. Right now, they're trying to push DC again. They first did it before with the whole Justice League, Batman and Superman. You're giving us all these pushes. You're setting up these future movie dates of the Cyborg, of the Flash, Aquaman. Like you're setting these up already thinking that this movie is going to be successful in the theaters and we're going to build off of this and just set these movie dates up and stuff like that. You're you're moving too fast and you're setting yourself up for failure. Don't go chasing so, waterfalls. You see? Exactly yeah. what Uncle Uncle RJ Uncle has said. So I think Season we all have... It's going to be a failure because... You need to just give us one thing at a time at the moment right now. I understand Matt Reeves can be a phenomenal director. He has great visionary uh, skills. He does have a good 
he has his storyline set up pretty good. We've seen that with Planet of the Apes. That was successful. The only thing is, is that don't give us... Another thing is, too, is now all of a sudden you're telling us we're going to have another universe of DC superheroes now? Apparently, I guess this is just Batman's very own thing. So, but, you know what I mean? Like, it's... You're putting these things out here. I'm yeah. sorry, but this is... this See, this is where... I guess you can say the blueprint between what Marvel did compared to what you're doing now with DC. You're doing... With Marvel, all these shows... Even if we gave us... Even when they did... They, they did Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Punisher, Daredevil. Even when you did those... They weren't really necessarily connecting with the MCU, even though they did little hits and hits and picks in their shows, or whatever, talking about certain movies. Yeah. But even at that, those four movies connect. Those four shows connected. They did a connection there. Now you did the movies. They connect there. Now DC is going from okay, we're gonna do another Batman, own universe. We're doing Aquaman. Uh, well, it was a somewhat of a, a sequel to what happened with Justice League. But now, Justice League, we're not too sure if that's really even happening because it was a failure. Like, it's... You're going in too many directions right now. You're telling us all these new verses, and what are you going to give us now? Just follow the straight line, huh? Exactly. And at that, you guys are concentrating too much on Batman. Now, my thing is, is it's that... because they haven't butchered Batman, that's why. Yeah, like, you haven't done Batman enough already. Like, we've already gotten so much of Batman. Like, look, I'm a Batman fan... And I'm, I love the fact that you guys are liking Batman, but enough is enough. We and it's get, time for a change. It's just time for a change. Give us something new. Yeah, yeah. I follow them. I focus more on like Nightwing. We haven't seen anything at them. all. Yes, uh, Teen Titans. Yes, the Teen uh, Titans been successful. Yeah, want, move it from the. You know what? Even Teen Titans Go for some fans was successful. Yes, I, uh, like, I bought the bunny. <laughs> and but my other issue is with this HBO Max deal and the DC stuff going on. Like, what you have an issue is that you have this streaming service of DC. You concentrate on your comic books. You first started using that with your TV shows and your, your cartoon series. You're signing all these new deals to do other stuff on these other entities. Now you're going to lose that money that you could have been solely putting that in for yourself. And building up something. On your own. Yeah. Do that way. There's, Add all these shows to that. Make it connect. Here, here's what I feel about Matt Reeves. Yeah. You guys remember when Tupac came out of jail? When Tupac Shakur came out of jail, he was he was making six songs at one in one day? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the way the DC Universe or DC is working, uh, Matt Reeves. Yes. All right, now you shot a scene for Batman. Now we need you to shoot a scene for Superman. Now we need you to shoot a scene yeah. for, for, for Wonder Woman. Now yes. we need you to shoot a scene for this. Come back around. Let's do the next one. Let's do the next one. Yes. Let's do the next one. Let's do the next one. Turn right back around. Let's do it again. Right. It is. Like, if you are going to do something about Gotham PD, what I would say is don't do an origin story. Get rid of that. Bring us something based on, like, a name on Toya and... Uh, Harvey Bullock. How about we just do a backstory on Commissioner Gordon, man? We did. In Gotham. Really? Yeah. It oh. was, I mean, yeah, no, that really, like in Gotham, it really concentrated more on Commissioner Gordon's story but and how. They, like, he, added characters that shouldn't have been in that era. No lie. I, there shouldn't have been no, no. penguin. There shouldn't have no been Joker. a Riddler. No Joker. Like, those characters. It should have been just mob bosses. Exactly. Him against mob bosses, like, season after season. 
while trying to figure out where this joke should lie. Or even at that, you could have added Black Mask in the Gotham series. That's what I was about to say. You could have added Black Mask because he wasn't. Or the serial killer that was in there. uh, Victor's Eyes. Victor's Eyes. Like, you could have had him in... Like, he was in the show... Yeah. But you still could have had him a regular basis on the series. Probably and stuff. like one of the main dudes. Yes. Exactly. And then at the end, you bring in Batman. Right. Yeah. right. The how you kind of give us the ending of it, perfect. Then you you could have gave us a penguin, him showing up. Then, a better looking Batman than what he looks like. I, I, but you know what? It, you know, it's a TV series and it's the fact that they didn't have too much of, I don't know, as far as wardrobe <laughs> concern. And they didn't, I don't know, it had to do with licensing either, of using certain things on their costumes, like with the whole Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't really give us a Joker, or even the proper costume of the Joker, but it was their uh, their version of it. And so, that's the thing, is like, you know, if you're going to make these shows, at least make, let us know that you have a license for these mm-hmm. characters, because you're trying to bring out major characters that we love. Right. And you're giving us the Jared Leto experience all over again. Exactly. exactly. I think that's what I call it whenever something comes out bad, I'm going to call it the Jared, Jared Leto, Leto experience. Okay. By the DC executive table of idiots. Yes. So. Thank you. I would go with that. Like, like a show's like Swamp Thing. I haven't freaking seen that, but I want to see it so bad because it looks freaking awesome. Yeah, because we haven't seen Swamp Thing at all. The story since the movie when yeah. it came out in the 80s. So you really don't know what happened. No, and then uh, same thing with uh, Green Lantern. They haven't done a good one yet. Yes, that's Green correct. Green Hornet, like a proper Green Hornet. Right, good. exactly. And speaking about Ben Affleck, I just thought of one thing me and you were talking about before mm-hmm. that could be on HBO Max. Okay. The Grey Ghost. The Grey Ghost story? Yes. Yeah. It's yes. like a television series based on Grey Ghost. Exactly. We were talking about that. Why don't you give us a Grey Ghost series? Give us that. That's a great prequel you would say you can dive into. And it doesn't have to be about Gotham. It could be a Gotham City TV show. Yes. Based on them working with the Great Ghost. Exactly. Perfect. Or, you know that, why don't you give us the old school Justice League, uh, or just, I don't know if it's just... Justice League, uh, the Justice Society? Justice Society. Now, the crazy thing is that Justice Society, um, if I'm not mistaken, is going on, uh... Watchmen. No, Black Adam. No. Just Society of America. Oh, Black Adam will be... Uh, well, that's going to future news, but... Yes. To me, I would go with... Yeah, that's a good idea, too. Uh, Young Justice for TV series. Uh-huh, Young Justice. Um, Black Cat. Yeah. No, I was thinking of... Uh, what else can we think of? Uh, like, continue on with your Teen Titans show. It, it was successful. The, the first season was awesome. I freaking loved it. Yeah. It's different. It's a, thinking about doing... A, uh, what's her name? Batgirl about the show up. Mm-hmm. Batgirl should be... See, even at that, Batgirl story could be different involving that. It's different. It's not a Batman per se, you know, story. It's a Batgirl story and how she's helping him and whatnot. Or let's say she went off on her own. Yeah. Done, done deal. Go with that. Then showed up later on. I hate to say, but why don't we also bring out Barbara Gordon? Because if you think about it, we don't have much about her. Especially when Birds of Prey should have had Barbara Gordon. Exactly. And exactly. that one movie I just didn't like. I mean, Renee Montoya is like nearly 70 years old. In right. Movie. I would like, agree. She's supposed to be very young. and I mean, Rosie Perez when she was young, she was very young and attractive, you know. But now, she, she's still attractive. Don't get me wrong. But she's like, you know, you're already past the age where Renee Montoya should have been younger than you. Exactly. You know, even though you're saying that she wants, she's going to be the mentor 
I'm like, really? Fundamentally, the mentor should have been back there exactly. on a wheelchair. Now on a wheelchair. Right, exactly. Oracle. As the Oracle. There you go, Oracle. So, but yes, it, it, you're setting yourself a failure. I, I think we're all agreeing to that point at this right now with all this. And not what, only did we agree, we gave you like shots of what you could actually do to make it better. Yes. I think what they need to do is cancel the whole spiel of making these different entities of supposedly different universes and just finally say, look, guys, here is here is our board. Here are... We got these successful movies of, so far, Aquaman we're going to continue with for sure. We're definitely continue with Wonder Woman. We're definitely going to continue with Harry Kimball as Man of Steel. Those top three are successful. Shazam... We got good reviews on them as comedy based. It made some money. We're going to continue on with that too because we have Black Adam coming up next. So you got those guys coming for sure. Keep it that way. What can we do with that, with this universe here and move off and connect into these TV shows? Move on, connect to another movie of series or something like that. Yeah, How can we connect these guys back again? Not say, okay, you know what? We're going to bring us a brand new Batman. We're going to go our own universe, so that means we're going to get another Superman. We're going to give it another... Unless an, Flashpoint brings that Batman into this universe. This, I could agree with you there, but you know what? I think they're just too stupid to even try to connect it. Or probably they weren't. I think the problem is, you know what messed it up? Ben Affleck came back. Yes, Ben Affleck wanted to come back. Yeah, because I believe in one way or another, I think... What they're going to do is with Flashpoint, they're going to tie this Batman into it, make him young. Mm-hmm. More, uh, he's like a real straight detective because Matt Reeves wants to bring up the detective style of Batman. Like right. And everything. Right. But he would actually develop more with Henry Cavill and all of them because of the state they're in and their age. Yes. So I think he would have been perfect to bring in into this universe and like. It kind of like erases Ben Affleck's Batman right. and everything that came with them. Mm-hmm. And now you can have a Ben Affleck and HBO as it is, mm-hmm. but just keep this one with this team. But then you got new villains that we haven't seen, like a better Joker, a more you know more crisp Joker than what we had with Jared right. Leto. Right. Or Mr. Freeze and all that stuff like that. More uh, icon. Waiting for a better Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze had. Mr. Freeze deserves to be redone in movie screen. Especially because Mr. Freeze is supposed to be a very like emotional character mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. In depth. He gives your character depth. Yeah. And I like that. So yes, I think that's what we need from you guys, DC people, is to get with the board. Get the board out. People, please, get the board out. Put your successful movies on there. Put on the entities that you want to go. And stick to a game plan. Stop going in all these different directions and stop giving us the same shows but adult version now or something like that. Or just redo it and tweak it in some shape or form. Stop, please. You're going to just give us too much of Batman and everything where people are not going to want to see him at all anymore. Don't overthink. Thank you. And don't over... Just don't, don't overdo Batman. Don't overdo Batman. Yeah. He's in the shadows for a reason, people. And that's, that's why he only comes and goes every so often. You gave us in the 80s, you gave us Michael Keaton's Batman, phenomenal. Then you wait a little bit, fine. You gave us a cartoon series, phenomenal. Okay, where can we go for cartoon series? Nolan comes out with his trilogy, phenomenal. Fantastic. Just now, 
Yeah, and now after that, you give us Gotham PD. Got I me mean, Gotham was well, decent. A different aspect of Batman. Okay, cool, cool. Now what? Just now, now you want to give us two different versions of Batman in the last five, six years? Then another Gotham PD after Gotham went, you know, finished this season. Relax, please relax. Bring out Batman Beyond. Thank you, thank you. Move on to Batman Beyond because now that's a story where it's no one really knows about it's exactly well, what's coming up right now. We're on our topic, that's next topic coming up. So I think that deserves one more. Wait, not one just more? yet. One okay. more minute. Okay. One okay. more minute. Okay. So we're gonna go with the Zack Snyder Green Lantern debut. Did you hear is, he was calling back though? Yes, he wants Ryan Reynolds. So that's what I was like. I thought he. I thought Ryan himself said, "I'm never gonna wear the green." Pants. That's true, but I feel like Ryan Reynolds now now knows that if if Zack Snyder's gonna be behind it, like he was trying to intrigue him in the Justice League, if he's gonna be behind it, then he's gonna give me a different aspect to my Green Lantern. When I, what I first thought envisioned when I first joined on to be Green Lantern in the first place. I'll give you an idea. Remember, uh, I think it was probably in uh, Justice League, the movie itself, or mm-hmm. it was in uh, Wonder Woman. Which one is the one that introduced the uh, Green Lantern in it? Uh, that was... Um, yeah, like it's no, that was battle. Justice League. That okay. was Justice League when they showed the that whole... The God of Zeus. The battle scene that they had. Yep. Um, big, good battle scene that they had with... Uh, in the, in the, the little clip? Yeah, yep. with the Amazons were taking on all those like little alien things. Yep. Uh, Dark Side's army mm-hmm. and the Amazons were taking on them and like everybody else came in and Green Lantern of showed Earth. up yep Zack Snyder directed that part you see that's the part that still made it to the theaters and that Green Lantern mm-hmm. is what Zack Snyder did and I'm like imagine if he had Ryan Reynolds um as Green Lantern doing what he just did right there exactly show up in the movie yeah he built a good Lantern suit and everything it looked better than what even when the ring left the dude's hand, it was like perfect the way he left. Like it, it was CGI, of course, but it wasn't to the point where it was glowing CGI like how the first one. Not now, I think Green Lantern got Green Lantern got a bad rep when it came to the visionary of the the planet itself as well as their costumes. I think some of the characters' costumes were on point, like Killer, uh, not Killer Croc. Um, it is Killer Croc. No, no Killer Walk. Kilowog, I think he was on like he was on point when they created him in the movie. I think there was no way you could have done anything different. No. The the little bird lookalike guy in there who was one kind of showing Ryan Reynolds where to go, what's what planet and whatnot. He was on point. Sinestro was on point. Oh, you can't talk Sinestro. I think if you're gonna have Ryan Reynolds, you need to bring that dude back. Exactly, I would agree. And if that maybe fix his head a little bit, don't make him have a longer head. But yeah. you know. But have that character come back as Sinestro. I'm fine with that. Even though he is the villain for Shazam, whatever. You're first the villain of Sinestro. So keep it, keep you there. So. Yeah, I mean, people could still do like more than one character. I mean, mm-hmm. he died in Shazam. So, of course, oh no, he didn't die in Shazam. He just went down and lost. That is true. So it doesn't hurt to like have them twinning out. Yeah, so I guess we're going to have to get a new one. Maybe Luke Evans could be a Sinestro. That would be interesting. You know, so uh, it's just... You give us a different vamp of it, and I like it. I want to see mm-hmm. it. So, Zack Snyder being behind that, and if Ryan Reynolds will be joining it, I'm okay with that. And with Zack Snyder's visionary, imagine how Green Lantern Corpse would look. Mm. So good. That imagery nice. that he has, dude. But I would like Jonathan Stewart's Green Lantern come out, though. 
Oh, oh. Jeff Stewart. Yes. Michael J. White. Right? Michael J. White be cast as that. So you can still give us two lanterns for America, you would say, but you give us the Ryan Reynolds, Chris no uh what's what's his first what's his name in the actual actual name? Hal Jordan? Hal Jordan. You give us Hal Jordan and then you give us the John Stewart. It's great. Probably like if I was to do Green Lantern movie. Mm-hmm. Um near the end I would bring <clears throat> in Hal John Stewart. Like one of those where they need one more lantern, probably mm-hmm. one of them dies and he's like before he dies, the ring lands with John Stewart, and yep. Stewart's like, "Oh, gotta take care of business." Now. That's right, and the military came out of him. So I would go with that. How about you, kid? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, though, um, in general, I feel like we should also just go and bring in Green Lantern for what he is, but have his origin story. So I feel like this could be an origin, which yes. then just goes from there, as you guys have said, to piggyback off of you guys. Right. Um, and just go from there honestly and I feel like maybe this could lead into Justice League the movie the actual one the actual good one yes I would agree with that I just my name is Batman and I found everybody my name is Batman and I know where everyone is because my name is Batman and I'm Bruce Wayne yeah all in one shot Absolutely. and I'm not just the only Batman and Bruce Wayne that's in the universe there's more than one just letting you know so there's but multiple know, which... because I know <laughs> <laughs> so you go with that uh, next topic Quick one, Black Adam cast Noah Santino as Adam Smasher. So, obviously, we were told that they're basically going to bring Justice Society of America into the Black Adam movies. Pretty cool. Gives us a different depth of characters also in that movie, so I like it. That's the one that has, like, the old school Flash, right? He's part of I believe team? so, old school yeah. Flash and Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Uh, so, that may be something cool that I would like to see. Because what I liked in the TV series of the Arrowverse was that supposedly each era or each dynasty, you get us a Hawkeye. Like, they started from the Egyptian. Hawkman. Hawkman and Hawkgirl. And you, whatever, those two characters, they died. And then the next generation of Hawkeye. Hawkman. Hawkman. And Hawkgirl. And Hawkgirl. I don't say Hawkeye, yeah, because Hawkeye like, is Marvel. Yeah, you're right. Modernized in that one. Exactly. So you give us different versions of that, so I, I like and that. And it makes me wonder if Vandal Savage will like soon start making his appearance. It would be nice to see. Yeah, it would be nice to see, be for sure. Because Vandal Savage is pretty beast mode, too. Definitely. He is a, an, a good adversary against the Justice League. Um, now, speaking of... You know, going into that universe. Now, we're talking about the whole Justice League. We've gotten some crazy news going on with uh, Josh Whedon effect. Can we talk? Can he say it? Because I think he's the most excited out of all of us. No, no, this is something else. Oh, never yeah. mind. Sorry. Ha! Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I know, yeah, no. Definitely want to talk to the next one. But this one's more a little um, on a serious note. Now, Josh Whedon, it seems to us that he's had a bad effect beyond what he created in the movie of Justice League and in the background. Uh, Gail Godot has reported that she refused to do a sexualized clip or scene with the Flash character um, for the movie of Justice League. Now, there is told that that's why a body double was used for that scene and we now know what that scene was where Flash trips and falls when they're fighting dark... No, not dark. Um, what's this? Steppenwolf? What, Steppenwolf. When they're fighting Steppenwolf in the little uh, and in the sewerage, 
and Flash trips and falls, falls on Wonder Woman, and sure enough, lands on her, and they're on the floor, and they're looking at each other, and Flash just runs off. Yeah, like, oh, crap. Yeah, exactly. So, that scene was Josh Whedon's scene. Now, when I first saw that scene, I always felt that scene was unnecessary. Unnecessary. You, you, you really, you know... How, how do I want to say it? You really you don't accomplish anything with having that scene. Uh, not at all. But you really what? You, what? I'm trying to figure out the word that you demoralize Wonder Woman in a way, of because you you wanted to use that scene with the Flash. And not just that. Uh, the other thing I didn't like about Whedon's uh, take on Wonder Woman is uh, one, he made her weaker than what she actually because is. she is. Yes. And then uh, the Amazonians. They were over-sexualized, too. Their clothing looked a little scanty compared to what they looked like in the Wonder Woman movie itself. Right. So those are, like, several things I didn't like about Josh. And you could tell because if you look at Avengers movies, look at uh, the Black Widow. They her, focus on her body. They yeah. focus on her chest. They focus on her butt. And I'm going to say it out loud. They focused on her butt. And it was between uh, Avengers 1 and Age of Ultron. Yes. After he left, look what Black Widow looks like now. Exactly. Like an actual woman. An yeah. actual woman ready to come to fight. Not like a hoochie mama. Say it out loud. Yes, I said hoochie mama. Just being on the screen with the boys and trying to be part of the boys. She was. She held her own at that point. And with Wonder Woman scenes in the Justice League, you saw a focus on Gal Gadot's butt quite often. You saw her clothing show more of her upper cleavage a little bit. They try to make it compressed and more of the leg spreading. For some odd reason there was quite a few scenes where her spreading her legs a little bit way too much in my opinion. So it just, it goes to show what type of issue they had going in the background there. And that's why I had S3 look at Man of Steel because his concept is I saw just a week, I wasn't happy. I'm like, (sighs) I saw Josh Whedon's Justice League. Exactly. You didn't see what Zack Snyder could have done. Right. You could have done way more aspect to it. I think you would have evolved Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman more of, I'm going to be part of a leader crew. Of course you did see Batman vs. Superman, but here's the thing about Batman vs. Superman. You didn't see it? Okay. I told you, Justice League really ruined everything for me. (laughs) Yes. So, Josh, uh, the problem with Batman vs. Superman is... Besides everything... No, movie is pretty good. From everyone that I've heard of, mm-mm. those are not real fans. No, uh, <laughs> I I can name some that are actually real fans. What yeah. I like, well, that's the thing. I think me and John agree. We Uncle Uncle RJ agree with with Batman vs Superman was is just like we said about Zack Snyder's imagery. Imagery was on point. Could they have done without the story of them fighting each other and stuff yeah. like that? Yes, but the imagery was on point. The scenes were on point. It's just, Luther was way off. Off. Completely off. We, and they got a really smart actor that could have played a good Luther. Mm-hmm. We even said it when we heard it was going to be Luther. When I, when I saw this, the, the preview, and I was like, wait, that's Lex Luther? I thought he was going to be, I thought it was more like a Joker. I didn't think he was Luther. I or even Butler. He could have been a Or Yeah, yeah that's or what Riddler. I thought when he was like, Oh my goodness, this guy's really, really strong. Yes. I thought that was actually like a Batman villain. I didn't think right. that was Luther. Oh, that's the weird part. Is he was acting like the Joker too much. 
Um, so our host is. Uh, so then, let me uh, bring up something else. Uh, not only was that, you know, all, uh, okay. So as I was saying a while ago, uh, Luther could have been perfect as the Riddler, you know, the uh, Jason, J.C. Eisenberger, Jesse Eisenberger, something like that. Um. Another thing is you introduced Doomsday real early. That's one thing we talked about. That's true. And the third problem with this movie is Batman was very dumb. And I, I don't blame him for being like the way he was. I believe the reason why he was he wasn't smart enough to catch on what was going on is because he became an alcoholic ever since Robin's death. Yes, that's true. And I think my thing is is that if you were gonna make it that. To that extent, of that's the reason why he didn't know was knowledgeable of it. You could have done better on convincing us that he was an alcoholic. You yeah. could have done better. Like there weren't that many show. All you show the main parts of you showing that he was depressed a little bit was in the morning when he woke up in bed. Lex Luthor coming to him, only one. When he goes in the Batcave. He goes in the back cave, goes down, looks at the looks at Robin's costume, walks over to the main, walks over to his computer, and that's it. He doesn't really do much. He doesn't do yeah. much. He doesn't drink. He doesn't no, nothing. Like, you know, he, you got a guy here that should have known. Okay, Superman just saved us. Mm-hmm. I need Superman on my side. Right. And here he is, like, oh wow, he just destroyed the whole city. I'm gonna fight him now. I'm like, that's the problem with the storyline is. You had a guy fighting another guy for no reason at all. Uh-huh. Except for one was just pretty much over-alcoholized. Yes. And then freaking out that he's an alien coming from another planet. Like, dude, don't... You don't get crazy about that. Batman you figure out how kill. to kill... Yeah. Like, not say kill, but Batman figures out how to neutralize him. Like, okay, you want to come to my planet? Okay. Now hold up, wait a minute, what you week of real yeah, quick? even in the cartoon episodes, there's a, in a cartoon movie I watched, uh, Teen Titans. Okay. Against the Justice League. Uh-huh. In one of the movie, one of the scenes, uh, Batman's new son, you know, Damian Wayne, he's now Robin. Well, there's a part where Superman comes flying down at mm-hmm. him, and it's because Superman's been possessed by a demon. Mm-hmm. So he's coming straight at Batman, at, uh, Robin. Damian pops out the uh, uh, kryptonite and yeah. stabs him. You see? And they go straight down to the floor. Yeah. And Damien's like, you know, I know how to beat him. And everybody's like, oh crap. When he does it, Superman's like, oh, good job, kid. Can you take the kryptonite off of me? Yeah. He's like, okay. So he takes the kryptonite off. And even Damien Wayne, Batman's own son, uh-huh. like Superman looks at him like, really? Yeah. He's just like, what? <laughs> exactly. So it just goes to show of where the knowledge needs to be at least within in the movie for our characters of Batman it shows that knowledge where that needs to stand at like all the time Batman has to just carry it just in case exactly I'm gonna use it to kill you now right I need to neutralize you just in case I got this he's he's beyond you know the guy in the woods of knowing how to survive times 100 you know what I mean like He's that and all. Like, just that's what He's that's like, what about. He doesn't need a spirit of fish. He just hey. goes in, grabs a fish with his hand, and all right, Done. let's go. Let's out. Let's yeah. out ski. So I think that's where they should have just done more better on giving us that knowledge of that, for sure. Definitely. Now, 
when it came to also this whole Josh Whedon effect, Raymond Porter even himself kind of came out and said issues that he had with Josh and why he didn't like, you know, even advertising for Josh Whedon becoming the director for Justice League. And all of a sudden tweeting out that, you know what, according to my NDA um, that was signed, I can't say too much no more. So it just goes to show that it Josh Whedon in the back was way worse than what we thought. And it does show on screen. And it makes you feel bad because you were over here like, you know, fans over here happy that Zack Snyder was being pushed out. Exactly. And Whedon was coming in. We're yes. like, okay, we're finally getting a movie that we got with Avengers. Right. Avengers, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, after watching Justice League, what we did watch, which is kind of like Age of Ultron, but in DC Comics. Right. We ended up having a crappy movie, mm-hmm. which is what SG3 is mad about. Yes. And now so we're about. Here, like talking <laughs> about the 300 hours of Zack Snyder that we mm-hmm. didn't get. And we're like, we want that because of the fact that the actors were like, we'll come back for Zack. We won't come back for Josh. Exactly. I wonder why. Right. And after all this coming out with the Gail Godot issue, with the Ray Porter issue... Uh, Ray Fisher, I'm sorry, Ray Fisher. Ray Porter is going to be the dark side himself. Um, you wonder why they don't want to bother with Josh Whedon at all. No, you don't. And even like even with when they did Age of Ultron, there were some issues going on with Josh Whedon for during that whole movie, and that even in the background, a lot of the actors weren't not seeing eye to eye with Josh, and why it was a big headache for Josh and saying that he would never touch a comic book movie again after that and stuff like it just like something's up with him and I feel like something's gonna come out very soon about that guy oh we'll find out so you know that goes to show why we need the true Justice League version because we gotta the Steppenwolf used in the Justice League was definitely not the Steppenwolf that we were introduced Batman vs. Superman introduced us he looked more alien like and more just Bulky, like I'm, I'm the big, I'm a second big honcho, not the big honcho, but I am uh, a, a threat. Yeah, exactly, for sure. And that's the thing. If you look at that uh, Stephen Wolf uh-huh. compared to this one, yes, I think that Stephen Wolf could have tore this one. Oh apart heck yeah! Even at that, even that Stephen Wolf would have done so much better. So I would agree. Uh, moving on from the Josh Sweeney thing, which I think Uncle RJ is second to last topic. I thought it was going to be the last one. You want it to be the last one? Yes. Okay, let's make it the last one. I've been waiting for this all my life, man. Let it be the last one. <laughs> oh, Wait till the last one. That's fine. That's cool. That is so this. cool. Uh, Cheetah. We finally got her new image in social media. We started hitting out recently. Um, like or don't like? Was it? I didn't get to see it clearly. Oh. Is there a picture? Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. it okay, like well, let's see it out real fast, guys. Because it's the one. I- right. But as far as the new Cheetah's look... I, I think it looks on point. I feel like they did. It kind of reminds me of um, what's that movie with Val Kilmer and about an, they're like animals and experiments on the island. Something. Doctor something. Doctor Jerose. Yeah. Exper- like something island or something the like Simpsons that. Simpsons made a funny. Yeah, thing I was just like yeah. I was just thinking about the Simpsons though. Yes. Gobble, gobble, he's got gobble. he's got a fox attitude and he's Mister Burns. <laughs> <laughs> So that kind of gives me that vibe of it, and I like it. It's not too bad. It's pretty cool. So I'm actually more intrigued to see what on screen would look like for um, Kristen, Kristen Wiig. 
So and, and my problem with it is okay, I like that they showed her. I wish they would have held back until the movie. Mm-hmm. Like leave the suspense and you know, like wait until you see the actual cheetah appear. Yeah, I would agree with it too. I mean, but I think a lot of people is that it's not necessarily the company themselves is putting out there. It's this. It's just them advertising for it now. Like, yeah. you're gonna give us the action figures for her wh- right uh, when the movie comes out yeah. and stuff. So on the back of the board, um, of the action figure itself, you're gonna, the images of the characters are gonna be on there. So obviously, Which sorry to weird. say, I don't think that many Wonder Woman action figures when she came out. Nope. Really didn't have any action figures based on Ares. At nope. All. Nope. That's something kind of sucked. I wish I would have had like an Ares. Yep. And they actually figure. had one. But that was way back in 2000, and I think, shoot, 10, maybe, 10, 9 or whatever. They actually did, like, those old school, like, oh, the, DC character, cart, yeah. like, um, toys and stuff like that, and they had an Ares, and I thought that was dope. They had, like, it was black metallic with blue metallic on him, and blue metallic helmet, body armor, but and then the black tights and stuff like that underneath, and his eyes, oh, it was and, pretty cool. I mean, I don't blame them. Patty Jenkins, I think right. that's her name. She's a pretty good director. I mm-hmm. like her work. Yeah, she has a good. She has a good direction on what she wants to do. I wouldn't mind seeing what she could do with a Justice League movie. Um, you know, maybe, maybe. I think she may need some backup, but you know, I think we'll be Probably okay. Like a Zack Snyder and the imagery type. Of yeah, thing. definitely. Because I feel like with her, she has a good plot setting, but I feel like. That, like you said, imagery needs to be on point. I mean, Ares was on point, actually. Ares looked pretty cool in Wonder Woman. But, you know, you can get something a little better. Yeah. So, Zack Snyder could be a backup. I mean, not too bad. Um, well, main topic. Last topic of the show. Let him say it. And I know it's eating at Uncle Lisp. But go ahead, Uncle Lisp. Say it out loud and say it proud. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh Lord. <laughs> right there, I feel like Patrick just banging his belly and everything from yes. SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if they actually did that too on SpongeBob. Like, if they see that song, Patrick just goes boom, 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 boom. So there's actually a meme that goes around where it's like the. The mom asked the kid, what were you thinking about today in school? And all you see is just like Patrick just like smacking his belly. <laughs> and you hear that song in the background. That's I was like, funny. yes. That's right. funny. So while I was interrupted by SG3 about Patrick and it ruined my epic moment of intro that I had. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, he has returned to the DC comic world himself. Batman. Not just any Batman. He's the one that said, I'm Batman. Just like that. That good. That smooth. I'm talking about Michael Keaton, everyone. Michael freaking Keaton, everyone. Michael freaking Keaton. That's right. From the 1980... Seth Rollins, you know. Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins, yes. Seth freaking Rollins, man. Let's keep this going. It's good. Um, No, not Seth. Ben freaking Affleck. Ben freaking Affleck. Just Ben freaking Affleck. But yes, Michael Keaton is returning in the DC Universe and supposedly as the mentor for the Justice League. And what movie, you may ask? The Flash, of course. Why? I don't know why. I don't. I, I guess it makes sense in their eyes. But whatever. I mean, we thought 
we thought going forward with the whole Zack Snyder coming back that we're gonna get um uh what's his that what's the dad's name oh, Wayne. Thomas Wayne Thomas Wayne's Batman version we are in the Flashpoint no we're not not no more I thought he was nope not no more what? now that Michael Keaton is signed on that character will not be showing up instead oh that's crazy exactly you see how sad I am now oh okay but not saying that Michael Keaton doesn't deserve to make a comeback in the series but yes he does um but that's the only thing that we're not going to get back is that Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne by Jeffrey, exactly. Jeffrey Morgan, something like that. Right. And I thought that would have been perfect for us to get. To me, I think uh, the reason why I'm so happy to see this is because finally Michael Keaton is back. But it's not just that. One thing I want to know is if you're going to bring him back, What's happened to him throughout these whole years? Exactly. Because we're talking about Keaton's 89 Batman. Yes. He's now old in this one. Right, exactly. Which opens a good timeline for Batman Beyond. If they want Hopefully to carry on with him. they bring him in. <laughs> yes. I mean, he could be that Batman, you know, that old school Batman for a mentor of Batman Beyond. Yeah. And it would be a perfect fit. It'll be a perfect addition. It's in a perfect time. Now, uh, the only issue, and I'm sorry to say, that I'm going to have with this is with the Flash movie that you're involving in, is Ezra Crazy Weird Miller. Him. The one character out of the DC characters in the Justice League movie that I think they need to recast. They need to recast this character. Period. My opinion. I do not like Ezra Miller. I do not like his input on The Flash. And the fact that you're bringing the most iconic Batman of all, Michael freaking Keaton, onto the back to the screen. And you're going to put him in with Ezra, crazy, weird, Miller. Sorry to say, it may not work. Michael Keaton's power may not be that great to fix that. I actually feel like he would. He's going to steal the whole show like he normally does. I surely hope so. It might become a Batman movie at the end of it. Like <laughs> It might just be a Batman movie from the beginning of it. Look at Flash. That's Batman. Yes. Like okay, Flash good. shows up. I throw him fast. Okay, good. <laughs> I just need you to take me everywhere. Go sleep. Go sleep. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Something's going on over here. Yes. Uh, do you know about any other Batmans? Yeah, let's go take care of them. There's only one in this world, and it's me. I feel like that's Joseph's mind, you know? <laughs> or you just see finally Flash like turn back the hands of time and he shows up with, with Christian Bill here. What is this? Why are you here? I'm here to make you disappear because I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Or, I I was Batman. or be like uh be like Ryan Reynolds when he in the Deadpool and stuff like that. Go back in time and <laughs> shooting everybody and stuff like that. And then he'd be like, You're welcome, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just hear Christmas Bell last word. Oh, I sound like a bear. <laughs> Goodbye, cool world. <laughs> I was thinking about what we were talking about before I did the um, Batman thing. Where it was a funny joke right now. Like, oh boy, I lost it though. Yes, thank goodness. <laughs> totally, totally bad, wrong news. But yes, uh, I don't know. I'm cool with this Michael Keaton. Where are they going to put him? They're gonna, they're definitely giving us the actual Batman. Maybe they could even series. come in with Teen Titans, or they could come with Teen Titans. Man, yeah. yeah, maybe. I think from what I keep hearing is that he's going to be like the Nick Fury of the DC universe. That is true. I heard that too. But and I like if he does. You know, it'd be cool. 
when they show her show up with them. And I like the fact they're gonna go with the Kingdom Come costume. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you know, it'd be cool if he actually has a Beyond costume instead. Right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. They show up, and that's when he's retiring. Like Flash shows up when he's about to retire. Where he's like, I'm not gonna do this no more. He puts the, you know, he's putting the costume away. Right. Flash shows up, and he's like, Bruce, I need your help. And he's like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> he like, used it one time me. last week, and yes, it's not gonna I stick. Know. All right. I know it's gonna he's stick. Like, Who are you? I'm Barry Allen. Who's that? I'm the Flash. <laughs> well, guess what, Barry. <laughs> and I mean with the whole Batman Beyond like it was already a mechanical suit as it was anyways yeah. it's just more high tech yeah, because of the future helped him move still because like, now that he was older he just needed something with more power for him to throw a punch and, and stuff like that landing and stuff like that with his freaking uh, with the feet the back his back's kind of you know probably has arthritis in it and stuff like that so you need some adjustments um, and it's futuristic because we'll do probably, I think around this time frame, there's flying cars or flying oh, hoverboards okay. and stuff like that. So you got to get this new Batman suit to have some boosters on your feet, like Iron Man's boosters and go from there. So this would be perfect. Yes. I'll yeah. go for it. Go for it. Michael freaking Caden people. He's back well, as Batman. Back. If, ain't, if you guys are not excited, y'all better start getting excited because uh, he is by far the most iconic Batman for sure out there. Besides, besides uh, the voice actor, which is Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. That's right. I got lucky. I was thinking about Mark Hamill for some reason. I was yeah, like, see, no, not him. That's that's the oh, Hulk. Joker. That's the Hulk. That's the Joker. Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, you're right. Dang it, you're right. I'm thinking Mark Ruffalo. There's Marvel. too there's too many marks in the world. Yes, everybody. Yeah, yes. pun right there. That's true. So, but yes, people definitely look out for that. Um, Actually, wait a minute before we end the season. Mm -hmm. Are we going to tell them our bet that we're going to have? Even though we didn't talk sports today, but I think we should tell them about. Oh right, because we'll it starts do, starting. We might we'll as well do the end of the day news for the day. Let's do the end of the news for the day, people. Uh so SE three and I have a bet going forward. Um. If, if, and it's not if, Chicago Bears make it to the playoffs, and in that playoffs, Nick Foles will be starting quarterback, I will have to buy a Patrick Mahomes jersey. No, no, not the first go-around. If, if he ends up in the playoffs, and what's it called, Nick Foles is the quarterback, I will have to get a pie in my face. That's my first one. By everybody in the show. That's very true. And we're going to record on our Facebook Live, Instagram Live, yes. all the lives that we can think of. That's right. <laughs> and if they make it to the Super Bowl and Nick Foles is still the starting quarterback, I'm going to have to buy me a Patrick Mahomes jersey. He's going to look good in that right and, 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 and wear it during the Super Bowl, and I'm not too happy about that. So let's not. Are we going to go live too? <laughs> let's not go there. Um, But if I win. Hold on, wait. Let me let me tell my other side of the story. Oh, okay. Go ahead. If the Kansas City Chiefs this season do mm -hmm. not end up as a number one seed in the AFC, I will be nice enough, and I will give Tony the Kid a five-minute segment on why I love Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah. That's right. I can't think of even five seconds on why I love Mitchell so Trubisky. You better, so. you better start <laughs> jotting some memories down. 
You know what? I'll even wear. I'll do a live segment. I'll do it on Facebook yeah, Live, make Instagram. Make it to the Super Bowl like him. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is just if the Chiefs will make it to the number one seed. Mm. I'll do a five minute segment. Yep. But I'll because mine's a little bit tougher. So and now also because the Chiefs are more stacked than the Bears. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I if they don't make it to the number one seed, I'll buy myself a Mitchell Trubisky jersey. I'll wear this on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, all the lives we could think of, and I will. Give love and props to Mitchell Trubisky for five minutes. Sure. Okay. Well, we'll see. Don't look at me. I'm not banging with him. I know, <laughs> but you're, our, you're, you're a witness, and everybody else on this listening podcast is listening to. God almighty. Have mercy on now, if they both lose, that would be fun. Yeah, that would be some. That would be some. Then we have no bragging rights to say anything for they the rest of the year. They both have to wear just a jersey and that's it. Yeah. So, that would pretty much be oh, concluding. But also, special announcement too as well. As you guys may know, for part one of our season finale, young brother of mine, Zach Attack, uh, SG3, SG3, Rejects, brother of ours, will be joining the season going forward for season four. Mm -hmm. Yes, people, he will be a regular for going forward in season four. So that's Mm -hmm. a special announcement. We're glad to have him on board. We're glad to be part of the crew, even though he's been part of the Rejects. But he's now going to be part of our podcast crew. And Welcome, also, brother. just to make it um, aware for everybody, Reject Sports, I'm actually going to make that mature. Rated down. Rated down for mature. Please ask your parents for permission. Thank you. Like you, John. You're going to have to ask your yeah, parents to yeah, ask yeah, permission. Yeah, yeah. I will. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Are you having a full-blown conversation with yourself? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, on screen. He's on to us. He really he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. <laughs> but yes, people. So uh, stay tuned. Thank y'all for joining us for this last season. Um, yeah, Zach Attack, welcome to the team. Yes, appreciate welcome, you. Um, thus far, I guess my final thoughts. Um, it's been a wonderful season three. Loved it. We've done some wonderful shows. Appreciate you guys. It's only getting better. we got an equipment out right now. We're doing much better. Um, from where we started, definitely from when we started. Heck yeah! So we appreciate you guys who've been listening to in the us. Park car in the parking lot. Yes, that. Oh yeah, in the park car in the parking lot with just the, the laptop. Fast food. Yeah, in and the McDonald's food. recording. With so a bunch of cheeseburgers. Yes, in the back. exactly. <laughs> so far we've come in a library. Yes, studio. <laughs> so it's um, been fun. Definitely been fun. I tell you guys that right now. Um, it's been an adventure. That's what it's been. For sure. Especially um, coordinating the schedules has been an adventure. Oh, yeah. Sure, coordinating our schedules has been awesome. But good thing that we came across <laughs> of, of this one being a regular season. So. I'm trying to figure out a good way to send everybody off. <laughs> I like this. Um, and thank you for those who've been helping with us as far as creating our logo, which was Homeboy. Yes. On fellow man on Instagram. Thank you very much. Um, be posting you guys out. Shout out for you guys on Instagram for that. Um, for the t-shirts, um, I can't know the na- the lady's name. Adi, Adi Manrique. Thank you very much, darling. I appreciate your work. It's phenomenal. Um, next season, I'm definitely going to be, we're definitely going to be speaking with you and going forward in further businesses because this was awesome. Um, but yes, I like that. SG3. I want to thank everybody who took the time to listen to us, who has enjoyed the ride as much as we have as Tony the Kid said, we started from basically humble beginnings, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we're now here, and this is going to get better. It's going to get awesome. Um, I'm excited for next season four. 
Um, we're going to be posting again a questionnaire for everybody. Help us come up with Uncle Lisp's next nickname for our season <laughs> four. <laughs> so are we all actually going to post it on our Instagram and see what comes I'm, up? I'm going to post it on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, everything. If you listen to our podcast, help me think of a nickname. Option number one, though, I want to go with Uncle Lisparino. Uncle Lisparino. <laughs> or Speed Racer. <laughs> Speed Racer. <laughs> Uncle Speed Racer. So. Yes. Uncle SP. <laughs> oh, I don't know P. Don't go there. SR? Yeah. There you go. Uncle SR? At the end of the day, though, I have to say thank you to everybody. We appreciate you very much. To all my friends that listen to us, we I appreciate you. Again, Adrian Manrique for the for the shirts. Can't wait to keep doing business with you. You're awesome. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, my homeboy, Mono Duarte, I'm going to give you a shout out because you've been listening to us. You even took the time to, to listen to our previous podcast. That means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it, brother. And for the season three, this is my way to say y'all have a good night. Uncle Lisp, take it away, brother. All right. So for you, Miss Manis, thank you for posting our uh, show up on your page. I appreciate that. Check her out on Instagram and also Misty Haven is another show of her that she's going to be pulling up soon. Hopefully that comes out and we'll be posting more about that later on. Uh, Pocket Size Cosplay, thank you for being around all as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Hope to have you on our show one day. You too, Miss Manis. Um, as second Stardust, I promise to have you here also. Um, everybody who's been listening, thank you so much. Because from what I realized, we're on various different outlets. And that's something I didn't expect us to be in. Like Apple iTunes and all that. We're, right. We weren't aware of it at all. So we want to thank whoever put us there. Thank you for that. That's true. So now, no, what are you going to say? I was going to give one more shout out to my, to my good friend, Joseph e. Marquez. Uh, she's a really good friend of mine. She actually listens to our to our sports talk a lot. That's what's up? Uh, she has yelled at you many times, probably in a, in a DM with me. But yes, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not gonna go over that because it's a long one. But yeah, she gave me like a. She actually listened to it and she actually pinpointed all the mistakes you made oh. regards to sports. Oh, that's why oh. I said yeah. She's a fan. We Screw appreciate you. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. We can debate. I like debating. I'm fine with that. She's a, she's a LeBron fan. I'm oh no, honey, why so. would you have to do that to yourself? I mean, so. okay, he's a handsome young man. But you know what? You gotta you, seriously. You gotta really see the flaws in the poor guy and playing basketball. Give it to you uh, outside the basketball field and what he does with the community and all that good stuff. I'm gonna give you props for that one. Much respect there. But that boy and his basketball skills. I'm sorry, you cannot call him the goat. Just saying. Um, now, what I wanted to say as far as the last shout out was the person who helped create the logo itself was Goy Design on Instagram. If you guys don't know, hook him, look up on there. He does some pretty cool design work, um, pretty good logo stuff, very phenomenal. Has a bunch of um, outlets and stuff like that as far as p- different types of styles that you want to look for if you want a logo uh, for your company at that. Very modern, very sleek, very cool. Love it. Love the work. Um, d- highly recommend them. I would like to go in there and maybe tweak out a few different logos for ourselves for other ventures, but it'd be pretty cool. Uh Finish it off. Sorry, we were Fair, yes, definitely. Finish it off. Okay, Rizak. Well, I just want you to know that all we had is just a good feeling. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. Yeah. Well, I forgot the rest of the lyrics. The worst part is, yeah, the lyrics in front of you. Oh. <laughs> he forgot how to weed, people. <laughs> I think I make it a snappy new day. It's such a good feeling. Feeling, a wonderful feeling, 
a feeling you know that we'll be back when the day is new and we'll have more reject stuff for you. And I'm something something to talk about. <laughs> you have the lyrics in front of you, man. Oh, and you'll have things you want to talk about. We will too. Good night, everybody, and thank you for being part of us. And that's just a little thing for Mr. Rogers for being a big part of my life. Yeah, very true. All right, you guys. Some paradise to Mr. Rogers. Peace, safe, y'all. Y'all take it easy.